Welcome to I Have Some Notes Side Notes Edition. Uh, this is the part of the uh, I Have Some Notes podcast where we talk about just a lot of stuff, just a lot of movie stuff. I Have Some Notes is a, a member, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. I am your host, question mark, this never happens, Greg Beaver. With me is... Danica LeBlanc. And... Anita Bourgeois. And, um... Ghostbusters. Been in the news again. Imagine that. <sighs> and it seems that uh, every time uh, you ladies come around to host uh, a podcast, we got to start talking about uh, Ghostbusters again. And that makes me happy sad because I do <laughs> like talking about Ghostbusters, but uh, it, we, uh, in, uh, since 2016, we seem to have had to talk about it in a very negative fashion. And that's very unfortunate. Um, Danica, you got... It's not the Ghostbusters that are the problem. No, no, No. not at all. It's all all. the stuff around the Ghostbusters that's the problem. That's important to know. As with most things in pop culture, it is not the pop culture, it is the fandom. It's true. Mm -hmm. Makes me sad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to actually throw it to you, Danica, because you've got a whole page full of notes about this. And uh, which is appropriate for I have some notes, but uh, I I uh, I actually don't have any notes in front of me, and I kind of I kind of rem- forget some of the details of it. So I'm gonna let you s- kick us off on this Ghostbuster discussion. Well, absolutely, I'm happy to be here. Not happy for why I have to be back, but um, so February 20th, uh, which wasn't that long ago, uh, we've got uh, Jason Reitman doing an interview because. Guess what? There's going to be a new Ghostbusters film in 2020. Of which he will be directing. Yes. For those who don't know, Jason Reitman is the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the original Ghostbusters and yes. Ghostbusters 2. That's true. So he did half a good job. <laughs> <laughs> he made a good movie. Yeah. He sure did. So everybody's talking to Jason Reitman now, and he's very excited about that. And great. Kudos for him. However, uh, he... Let's say stumbled over some words, but I think he knew exactly what he was saying uh, when he quoted uh, in an interview with The Playlist, uh, we are in every way trying to go back to the original technique and hand the movie back to the fans. Now, original technique, that's great. That's really sweet that you're doing the lighting, you're, you're looking back at the sound like what they did in the 80s. That's very cute. What you don't do is you piss off the new fans. Because I'm sorry that I wasn't born back then, but that's not something I can't control. So, and I didn't grow up with that Ghostbusters. So, like, my problem is the fact that he is putting a wall between everybody who discovered it a couple years ago and found joy and happiness in watching Ghostbusters. And yeah, maybe... You know, like, yeah, maybe it was a little bit better that they were women. Um, I'd like to identify with a Ghostbuster. That'd be sweet. You know, and so as... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you couldn't yeah. pick a more wrong tone to take with the uh, with this new Ghostbuster movie. Because, I mean, like, it, the, I mean, first of all, that like the that movie would just happen. And it was and it was explosive in its in the rhetoric that came out of it and you should be pretty aware of what that rhetoric was and that and and that saying that we're going to hand it back to the fans would be very easily taken as 
we're going to hand it back to the male troglodytes who <laughs> were very upset that we made a woman movie. Mm-hmm. So th- that's that that number one. That's confusing to me that, that like someone who's taking control of, of of the franchise could could miss that that badly. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he had to know what he was saying. I I want to believe that no one can be that dense. However, I've met a lot of people that are that dense. <laughs> he just happens to be in the public eye. Sad but true. Yeah. And so a couple days later, he puts out a tweet. Whoa, that came out wrong. Well, no surprise. I have nothing but admiration for Paul and Leslie and Kate and Melissa and Kristen and the bravery with which they made Ghostbusters 2016. I don't have enough middle fingers for that statement. How is it when women do something that a man may have done, or literally anything, we're so brave. So brave. So brave with your fragile little lady brains. Making a movie full of women. Yeah. It's so brave. You put put your tiny feminine hands around a proton gun like oh it's so hard to do it's so heavy (laughs) i might fall and sprain an ankle (laughs) so i hate it so much i don't like him um for me i'm not a fan and you know i i wish him well in the movie it's sounds like he's just (sighs) it's not going to be an original idea period but at the very least Paul Feig's movie was a, like an expanded universe thing, so I get it. It's part of the franchise, but it's a different universe. He's just riffing on Stranger Things. Like, yeah. why is he making it now? Yeah, like uh, for those who don't know, like the the little tidbits of information that have come out of the of this Ghostbusters sequel question mark has <sighs> been that it's about a thirteen year old kid. Who's really uh, really smart with inventions and all that jazz, it, and then a really a really dense, flighty girl, which to me sounds like Dexter's Laboratory and <laughs> Ghostbusters combined, which I'm sort of into, I guess. But like it, what was what's confusing to me about that is like, okay, so uh, you're gonna give. Ghostbusters back to the fans by making a movie that I don't think any of the fans would want to see. No. Because, okay, now imagine imagine for just a second that the 2016 Ghostbusters didn't happen at all. And that this movie, right now, was the first Ghostbusters sequel in uh, whatever it is, 25 years. 30 years? I don't remember. Uh, Ghostbusters was 1985? Doesn't matter. Long time. And and it comes out that, you know, you're getting excited for the chance to adventure with all your, your uh, childhood chums, the Ghostbusters, and then they're like, yeah, but it's about little kids. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to watch little kids. Why would I want to do that? Uh, so yeah, that even why it totally worked for Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> e- even even taking all the all the the, the um, misogyny and all that kind of stuff out of it, it's still it still it seems like a weird choice to attempt to give uh, Ghostbusters back to the fans. Now I'm not saying that it can't be a good movie or that you can't do Gus- Ghostbusters in very very different ways. It's just that 
that is not the first uh, way that I would think to do it. No, absolutely not. Um, I I took uh, some text from an article on uh, Hypable, which was published the next day, which honestly is really great. Um, let's see, where was it? So it it was a as talking about the comment. It was a comment that understandably drew a lot of criticism, as it implied once again that the 2016 movie's choice to cast women in the iconic Ghostbusters roles was somehow bad for the franchise and took something from Ghostbusters fans. So basically, it reinforced the notion that it ruined childhoods. Um, which, and the thing is, um, they're they're also right about it basically being this comment was pandering to the toxic side which came out in full force in 2015 2016 before the movie because i mean remember how how people were already like just slamming it even before it had come out saying oh it was gonna be so bad and they shouldn't do this i feel like like you you have the extremes of the fandom and they are the loudest and you don't you don't give them their shiny toy. Mm-hmm. They can watch the first two movies. If they think they're such great classics, guess what? They're going to be on DVD forever. They're going to be on Blu-ray forever. They're going to be on Netflix at some point. They're not gone. But guess what? Now, I personally have this cool Ghostbusters movie that I can watch for the next 30 years. What's wrong with that? <laughs> they're both there. And so now... How does, how does destroying a new thing that some people like somehow make the old thing better. Yeah. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. So let us have our girly Ghostbuster movie because some of us really loved it. You can go back and have your classic movie that you really love. Yeah, and I mean... Live and let live. Everyone's happy. Carry on. and like Share your toys. Yeah, and like hopefully in 2020, uh, younger people will watch the Ghostbusters. You know, it's not for the generation that was around in the 80s. Like, movies are actively (laughs) not trying to get their demographic. They're not selling to you anymore. So just enjoy the movies you have. Move on. Because it's not even our generation that they're marketing to anymore. They're marketing to the teens. I'm pushing 40. And, you know, I'm going to have to accept that, like, I'm not... I'm moving into an age that's not the target demo of anything, (laughs) you know, like when it comes to, you know, when it comes to like, we're already, I think we're already kind of getting there because like, you know, the, we're starting with the, uh, the Pokemon Renaissance with the uh, Detective Pikachu and stuff like that. So like there's going, we're, we're already aiming at a, at a section of, of, uh, of, uh, revisiting, um, you know, childhoods that I, I don't identify with right so childhood that you didn't have yeah and i I don't know i think it's i think it's like look at like the ninja turtles for example if you want to look at uh, an example of something that's been remade over and over again and and it's been done in in many different styles and um each style is it's been cool and it's kind of its own right you know um maybe not ninja turtles 2 secret of the ooze but you know (laughs) Or Turtles and... Yeah. Well, okay. I am embarrassed <laughs> at how many times I have seen Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> My brother and I watched that movie so many times when we were kids. Yeah. And you probably loved quote it. most of it to you. But the, but the, yeah, but it gave you joy. Yeah. It, it did, as a child. Yes, and the thing is, you can grow out of something, and it's okay. Yeah, See, no. that's what these people are not getting, is that if you have grown out of something, whether um, you, know, you personally grow out of it, or whether society grows 
you out of it. Like, there's still the original thing. Yeah. yeah. You can still look back on it with your nostalgia glasses. Yes. And re- recognize that once upon a time, it made you happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to deal with the fact that, like, Star Trek is not Star Trek anymore. <laughs> and that's... Yeah, but you know, they that... didn't take away your old Star no, Trek. No. I, I, you can go back to I the frequently, heyday and enjoy it. I frequently watch Next Generation all the time, and it's still awesome. So like and and so and I and I, you know what I still watch Discovery anyway and 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 I realize that Star Trek has changed and shifted around, um, and, but you know it, like I can I, it doesn't I don't have to sit there and complain on the internet and then or, or try and review bomb it or something like that because there's lots of people that enjoy it. My wife loves Discovery, right? It's for you know I, I kind of introduced her to to Star Trek and she's sort of nah she's tolerates it is that the right word i don't know <laughs> could be but she's you know she she's she dug it but i think she i think she digs uh discovery a little bit more than than i do and that's you know that's cool when you remix something and you change it you find new ways of of hitting new audiences and that's okay you know it, it maybe maybe i don't love it um but you know if someone else does that's great too yeah i mean it's it's the fans are that are doing this that are that are were just screaming at everybody in 2015 2016 uh, the toxic ones the toxic fans are double are going to double down on this that oh now that we'll get back to what the good ghostbusters etc cetera, etc cetera. but the thing is in this day and age when literally every piece of media from like the last 100 years is actually available somewhere y'all have no right to complain like, before the age of home video, maybe you had no access. But guess what? It's been two generations past that. Like, we have no excuse. If we don't like the current thing, we can go back to the other thing. We can go back to the thing from five years ago, ten years ago, thirty years ago. Like, there's there's music on Spotify from a hundred years ago. And it's awesome. And it might be your favorite thing ever. And I'm not saying you're alive back then. But, like, there's no excuse to say, okay, well, I don't like this thing, so I'm going to ruin someone's life about it. <laughs> Edmonton is full of passionate people dedicated to building a vibrant community. The Well-Endowed Podcast explores the impact that these municipal champions are having on our city. You can find episodes at thewellendowedpodcast.com. Yes. That, that the only way to get joy out of something is to step on someone else's happiness. Yeah. Really? I I have always, since since I've become an adult, <laughs> years ago, <laughs> uh, I have always been a big proponent of to each his own. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, you know what? You like that thing. That thing is not for me. You're not hurting anybody. Have at her. I'll be over here doing this thing that I like. Yeah. Everybody yeah. happy? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and like I I wish I wish them well. I don't like how he's advertising it. I think the story is probably going to be good and there's going to be some like younger folk out there that are like, "Oh wait, a Ghostbusters for yeah. me. That's awesome." Yeah. But the thing is, so, there's going to be so many people who perceive this message as, "Oh good, this is mine again." And that's what I don't like. Yeah, and now I have the right to tell you that mm-hmm. it's not yours and you shouldn't be here. And Yeah, and I mean, I, you're wrong. I went through some comment threads today just to do some research on this. And I'm there were, so sorry. 
I did it to learn. I did it on purpose. And I got to a comment thread where there was a woman that said she watched the 2016 movie with her daughter and they both love it. And there were just dudes yelling at her. Of course. She's probably, uh, she was probably called a terrible mother. Yeah, she was. Of course. I'm sure someone threatened to call child welfare because people take it to such an unusual extreme. Yeah, and I mean, it's not just women that like that movie. I mean, yes, it showed that there could be more representation in the Ghostbuster career? Whatever. I don't care. Like, like, it's just so silly that people are, are going to see this as I, I take it back. I'm going to grab this and just rip it out of your lives, you yeah. know? And that somehow this toxic <sighs> fandom is justified. Yes, that's what scares me is that is that when he said back to the fans, we had to look at ourselves and go, which fans? Which fans do you mean? Because I think it feels like we're not included there. Yeah. Also, if <laughs> if the 2016 movie wasn't for the fans, why the fuck did it do so much fan service? <laughs> it yes. Was, it had all the cameos from all the which all were the original all delightful. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone loved every there cameo. There were constant I'm references sure. to the original movie. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. it was essentially a fan service movie. It was full of so, amazing fan service. Yeah. And not even like in your face, blatant ah fan service. <laughs> it was like we're gonna we're gonna put something in here, and if you get it, this joke is for you. Mm-hmm. And if not, eh, no big deal. Carry on. And I thought it was great that a lot of the cast came back and gave it their their mark of approval. So, like, as someone who was a fan of the original, had been for 30-plus years, was, you know, yeah. like, born and bred Ghostbuster fan, why wasn't that enough for them? The people they supposedly love and respect were original Ghostbusters, yeah. which yeah. seems to matter for these they, people. They put their stamp on this movie, it's almost, right? It's kind of sad that... It's almost kind of sad that they had to go out and do that. Like, they had to go do press with the, mm-hmm. you know, the the women and and, yep. and and reassure everyone that this was a real Ghostbuster movie and it was it was really happening. And, you know, I don't know. That's, uh, that's kind of sad in its own right. Think of what would happen if they had just remade a Ghostbusters film, had done Expanded Universe... But they were all dudes. These these toxic fans are men that don't realize they hate women. And they found every other excuse in the book because they had. It was fan servicey, it had the cameos, it had all the marks of uh, we are doing this because we love it. But the cast was women. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't even know what to say because I'm just so furious because so many yeah. men don't realize they hate women and they take it out on everything else when they really just need to go to therapy. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Danica is taking a long drink of water and well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Cooling herself off. Um Do you need a fan? <laughs> Thank you. Uh Thanks for thanks for doing this. Sexy <laughs> <laughs> thanks for doing this again. I, I truly hope this is the last time we have to come back here and talk about Ghostbusters. Um, but you know, then apparently there's going to be another movie. So who knows? I would, I would also like to stop talking about Ghostbusters. <laughs> I would like to just enjoy my one Ghostbusters film that oh. I enjoy. Oh no, we're going to get letters. We're going to get letters about that one. <laughs> I did not say there weren't three. I said I enjoy one. See the difference? I like it. I don't ruin your life because of the other ones. Like, it's not hard. Just stay in your lane. 
my my friend Kim has uh, an excellent sort of philosophy, mm. uh, and his stance is, if if someone makes a piece of art or anything really, and anyone likes it, enjoys it, gets something out of it, then that thing has value. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's good. It's but good it, for someone. Yes, exactly. Good is always subjective, right? But that thing has value. Yeah. So this whole conversation about this movie's going to be terrible and it's awful, oh, it's got women, who cares? Somebody likes it. It has value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let it be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't understand why this is so hard. And, and, and overall, I think, if you if you just let things be, um, I think you find that your own life improves. I think you'll find mm-hmm. that not being angry all the time well, when you see someone make a comment about a movie you disagree with or whatever, um, that it's actually kind of freeing. And I know this because I am the person who gets really fired up on Twitter. And over the years, I have learned to get less fired up and 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 not comment as much. You'll still see me post angry things. Most people about politics. Have you heard about this Jason Kenny guy? Anyway, um, <laughs> you know, it, it, once once I learned to sort of do to relax a bit more, I found that overall, I think my life just got better you know and, and mm-hmm. you know just walk just walking around with your phone in your hand being angry all the time it's not really not a lot of fun it's not a great way to live and i would suggest to to those who are angry about uh, captain marvel or uh you know ghostbusters or the last jedi or whatever it is that's uh, that's peaking your ire just put your phone down and relax for a bit i think if you chill out uh, you might find that uh, you'll find joy in the, in other things. Exactly. There's enough of literally everything in this world for someone to find a million things that they like, whether it's TV, movies, music, yeah. or or I don't know there toys. Has, there has everything. There's literally been never been as much pop culture as there is now. Right. Like we're in a golden age <laughs> yeah. of almost every there's industry. Like it's really there good is a, right there now. There is a TV show. Like we are living in a, in a time when there is a TV show for everyone, literally. There's entire you, channels every, for every, everybody. Yeah, there every is... person has their own TV channel. <laughs> like, you, just like you can find something you love. It's the easy. internet has anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, anything. Yeah, there is a there is a dark <laughs> there is a dark corner of the internet dedicated to dermatology. <laughs> there are YouTube channels. Okay. Of dermatology, and that's all I'm going to say. So if you can't find something on the internet that makes you happy, yeah. you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're purposely seeking harder at things that make you unhappy. That's right. Which is a lot of, is actually a lot more effort. Agreed. And it can be exhausting. Yes. So just relax, chill out, find what you enjoy. And stay there. (laughs) (laughs) Stay there and be happy. And then everybody's happy. And it's fine. (laughs) 
<laughs> Speaking of the internet, where else can we find you, Danica, on the internet and other uh, places that are not the internet? <laughs> Am I ever not on the internet? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd hope so. You run a business, so like I assume at least a portion of that does not occur on the internet. It's kind of an internet business. <laughs> That's fair. Um, well, my personal uh, Twitter is Danica here, D-A-N-I-C-A-H-E-R-E. I own a comic store, so I know a lot about finding things that bring you joy and also people that waste their time with things that do not bring them joy. Uh, Called Variant Edition Comics and Culture, all of our social media, literally all of it, is at Variant Edmonton. Um, I have other podcasts. You don't need to worry about those. Uh, (laughs) And when I'm not on the internet, I am in the store or I am at home spending time with my two cats, Jim and Max. Anita? Uh, my husband and I have a podcast where we... Who's your husband again? Uh, you wouldn't know him. Oh, okay. It's a guy named Scott. Mm. Sounds like... <laughs> He's super tall and kind of dreamy. Oh, I don't trust tall, dreamy guys. Oh, I do. They're delicious. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, he and I have a podcast that is uh, a super low-commitment book club. Yeah. We read a chapter a week of a book... And then we talk about it, and then we put that conversation on the internet. And what's it called? It's called The Read Along. <gasps> Thank you for it. reminding me to say the name of my podcast. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, we're a low-commitment book club. Mm. Read the book at your leisure. Listen to our podcast at your leisure. We're super chill about it. It's pretty great. We are at The Read Along. We are also on the Alberta Podcast Network. Hey, fellow I'm podcast network friends uh i have some notes too can be found on the internet believe it or not and i dare say that you're probably listening to us on the internet right now i think that's a that's a fair assumption what? outrageous uh you found something you, can... you like on the internet congratulations Yay! stay here and be happy you can follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at i have some notes on all three uh if you like the show please consider rating and reviewing us uh on itunes that uh, that really helps us out Oh boy, now time for the ad read. This should only take me about 40 takes. Join ATB economist Nick Ford every month for the We Are Alberta podcast. Nick explores Alberta's geography, its businesses, organizations, and its diverse and fascinating people, all viewed through an economic lens. Got it in one! Yes! Yeah! <laughs> and then ruined it by cheering again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, You can also find our episodes on the CQA Radio app. Download it on the Apple App Store. Um, We post uh, new episodes every second week, uh, so stay tuned in two weeks for an undetermined full episode. We have not decided the next movie that we are going to do. Um, Go back right now and then listen to uh, the Barbarella episode that uh, that Danica and Nita were on, as well as my uh, lovely wife, Erin. That's it for us. We'll catch you next time. Until then, keep watching the skies!